Today on the Matt Wall Show, we'll talk about the most dangerous conspiracy theory in America today. And it's not the one the media is freaking out about. It's the conspiracy theory that's currently fueling riots and anarchy in the streets. Also, five headlines, including uh, BLM and Antifa, speaking of that. Protesters in L.A., protesters in L.A., they're using cars now to chase down innocent motorists and attack them. And guess who the cops are arresting? Then uh, a very special daily cancellation segment dedicated to a very special person. You're not going to want to miss that. All of that on the way. But first, you know, these days it's uh, really hard to, to find companies with good products, reliable services, but who also support our values and work towards doing good things in the culture for a change. There aren't a lot of companies like that out there, unfortunately, but there, here, here's one uh, that you should know about, Charity Mobile. This is the pro-life phone company, and they're called that because 5% of your monthly plan price goes to the pro-life, pro-family charity of your choice. So you support the pro-life cause even while just simply paying your phone bill. But it's not just about the charity, it's also a great service. I mean, listen to this, new activations and eligible accounts get a free cell phone with free activation and free shipping. Plus, don't worry about contracts, don't worry about termination fees, there's none of that. Um, and there's no risk with a 30-day guarantee. So here's another part I like. You get live customer service based in, in the USA. Uh, so this is a win-win. You get a good service, good product, great prices, very affordable, and you support the most important cause in our culture today, the pro-life cause. Call Charity Mobile at 1-877-474-3662 or chat with them online at charitymobile.com. One other note, as uh, we've been telling you, if you're watching on YouTube, the show will be, this show will soon be moving over to my personal page, youtube.com slash Matt Walsh. That's where this show is going to live. Now, you can still get it everywhere else uh, on all the other platforms. But if you want to watch on YouTube, then you're going to need to go to youtube.com slash Matt Walsh. Plus, there's a lot of other content over there on my channel. So let's take a quick peek at that. Watch. Back then, lesbian wasn't about sexuality. A lesbian was just any woman not laughing at a man. Is the joke here that feminists are hysterical and oversensitive and f constantly imagining that they're being persecuted when they're really not? If, if that's the joke, it's a pretty good joke. But I, I suspect that's not the joke. Chasing these papers in 12 or 13, running around in these crazy with me and Marquise. First turn for the Okay, I, I just feel like I could relate so much to what's being said here. Uh, let's go back and review some of that. He says, I'm going to turn it up a little more this time. Used to dream about getting it. Now I got it. I don't drive. I had a spot like a varsity. What did you have? You buy 20. I'll front what you buy. I put on drip. I believe I can fly. N-words know that I'm rich, but they know not to try. This is incredible. All right, go to youtube.com slash Matt Walsh and uh, subscribe. I beg you. I plead with you. I beseech you. All right, now... Um, Let's get into this. I'm a little fuzzy on some of the details, but as far as I understand it, the QAnon conspiracy theory alleges that Donald Trump is secretly at war with a global ring of satanic pedophiles and some shadowy agent who goes by codename Q is keeping devotees of the theory abreast of new, new developments uh, through anonymous internet posts. Now, there's about, there's about as much solid evidence to support this idea as there is to support the claim made by a lot of the same people as it happens that the Sandy Hook massacre was a hoax, which is to say there is no evidence. As is usually the case with these sorts of things, those advancing the conspiracy theories tend to think that the existence of a certain fact is itself sufficient proof for the whole cinematic storyline they've concocted to explain it. Sandy Hook truthers point out that certain web pages, memorial sites, news articles, etc., were timestamped supposedly for before the attack occurred. 
This, along with a couple of other random points of data, uh, some true and some not, is supposed to be all the evidence needed that 20 dead children never actually existed or were paid actors or whatever. Now, a more logical explanation, of course, and one that doesn't require a whole frantic succession of additional unproven assertions is that timestamps on the internet are sometimes wrong and there's nothing terribly unusual or bizarre about that. In the case of QAnon, proponents can point to the existence of global sex traffickers like Jeffrey Epstein, and this somehow is supposed to strongly indicate that all the other claims made by some random guy posting on 4chan are reliable. This is how conspiracy theories work. They feed on our credulity and on our very human tendency to make sense of the world by drawing false connections, assuming motivations, and imagining, hoping that reality is as decipherable and organized as it seems in Hollywood films. These theories are baseless and rather embarrassing, but the media wants, you, wants, wants to make them into something more than that. We're frequently told that Q acolytes are a danger to our democracy, that they may turn violent at any moment. Yet, with extremely rare exception, that simply hasn't happened, and there are no signs that it will start happening. QAnon remains a constant threat to spam our Twitter threads and post wacky memes. Other than that, there's no reason to fear them. But there is another popular conspiracy theory that should perhaps cause some anxiety among the sane. One with many more adherents, vastly greater influence, amplified by mainstream voices in media and entertainment, and which has proven to be a real and catastrophic threat to our physical safety, our system of government, and the future of our democracy. On an intellectual level, it's no more credible than QAnon or Sandy Hook, and probably quite a bit less credible. Worst of all, this conspiracy theory has the advantage of not being widely and properly consider, considered or labeled a conspiracy theory, which only increases its perceived legitimacy and causes it to grow and spread like mold in a flooded basement. I refer to the theory that agents of white supremacy within law enforcement and without are hunting and murdering black people all across the country. That's a conspiracy theory. It is false. After the grand jury decision was announced on Wednesday, a guest on MSNBC ranted against, quote, state-sponsored white supremacy and killing of black people and claimed that you can't go anywhere if you're black because blacks are being murdered by racist whites with such regularity. Uh, let's listen to that. That is why people are upset. That is why protesters are mad at the media because they're tired of these discussions being teased out in ways that give justifications for nothing other than state-sponsored white supremacy and killing of black people. It is so infuriating and so maddening. You're not safe anywhere because, because I can't go anywhere, Nicole. If I go jogging, I could end up like a Mont Arbery. Right, so as proof of this extraordinary claim, made, it should be remarked, by a black man who says he can't go anywhere and yet is sitting comfortably on national TV launching wild accusations against the very country that protects his right to do so safely. But the guest, Jason Johnson, mentions three unrelated cases over the course of two years. In two of the cases, Atatiana Jefferson and Botham Jean, the cops responsible were indicted. Neither case has any plausible connection to racism at all. He also mentions Ahmaud Arbery whose killers have likewise been charged. This doesn't come anywhere close to justifying the claim that black people can't go anywhere for fear of being executed by state-sponsored white supremacists. And he is, of course, 
completely ignoring the statistical reality that blacks are more likely to kill whites than whites are to kill blacks, and that blacks are not significantly more likely to be killed during the course of an arrest than are whites. Um, he has done exactly what conspiracy theorists always do, taking a few random facts or events, plucking them out of context, disregarding from the outset all alternative explanations for those facts, making no attempt to view them from a wider perspective and constructing around them a far-reaching narrative that creates more holes than it fills and requires more explanation than it provides. That's what conspiracy theorists do. Now, Johnson may be making claims that are absurd, dangerous, stupid, and utterly lacking any factual basis whatsoever, but he's not alone uh, going out on that limb. This is, this is the, the narrative presented by BLM and its mouthpieces. LeBron James says that black people can't leave their homes because they're being hunted. There's no elected Democrat on the national stage who will publicly disagree with any of that, and most have made similar statements. The mainstream liberal media, Hollywood, the Democrat Party, all have joined with the delusional rioter in the street who speaks of a white supremacist conspiracy to exterminate innocent black Americans. None have offered any evidence of this conspiracy. They have only random anecdotes, all of which can be easily accounted for without recourse to imaginary genocides. Now, unlike QAnon, this conspiracy theory has real-world consequences. One wacko was motivated by the Pizzagate conspiracy theory to show up to Comet Ping Pong Pizzeria in D.C. and fire off three shots, hitting no one but damaging a wall and a door and maybe a desk or something. Four years later, this event is still trotted out as an example of the dangers of far-right conspiracy mongering. Meanwhile, hundreds of thousands of people have been motivated by the White supremacists are hunting black people conspiracy theory to torch cop cars, destroy buildings, loot, vandalize, assault, kill. If Pizzagate and QAnon have dangerous implications, then the theory promoted by BLM is downright apocalyptic in its consequences. It is intended to be. Those who propagate it are actively trying to destroy the public's faith in our institutions. One's faith in our institutions will naturally tend to waver if one seriously believes that they're run by genocidal white supremacists. And now the calls for the abolition of police can be heard even from mainstream voices, as well as the, the radicals and militants who prowl our communities every night, rampaging and pillaging, feeling morally justified all the while because they're only tearing down a system that murders innocent black people in droves. This is the conspiracy theory that burns our cities and tears our country apart and threatens to damage us in ways that I fear cannot be undone. So if you're worried about dangerous conspiracy theories, this is the one you should be focused on uh, debunking. We get to our five headlines. Look, anyone who runs a business can tell you more than I can. They know better than I do that uh, when you're running a business, one of the most important things to have together, have squared away, is your HR team. Because HR issues in a business context can absolutely kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, um, all the red tape that you got to know how to navigate. And uh, and it's difficult, you know, because not as a business owner, you can't, you can't know everything. You can't be uh, omniscient as, 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 as so often it feels like probably you have to be. Um, and HR manager salaries aren't cheap, you know, an average of $70,000 a year. But 
that's where Bambi comes in. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically to solve this problem for small businesses. You can get a dedicated HR manager, can craft HR policy, maintain your compliance, all for just $99 a month. So decide if you want $70,000 or $70, a year or $99 a month. Which, which, which would you rather spend? I think it's pretty, I'm not good at math, but even I could do the math there. Uh, with Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, real-time chat. Uh, and this is all month to month, so there's no hidden fees. You can cancel anytime, so you're not getting locked into something. Uh, but I think once you once you get started with Bambi, you're not going to want to leave. Uh, you, you know, you didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. I don't think that's anyone's dream when they start a business. Um, that's why you need Bambi. Go to Bambi.com slash Walsh right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash Walsh, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Walsh. Well, the insurrectionists, as we've been discussing, are swarming uh, our, our cities across the country again last night. I could probably stop saying that. You can just assume that they're out there every night being scumbags, doing what scumbags do. But this incident in L.A. is above and beyond much of what we've seen so far. So let's first let, watch the video, and then I'll describe it for those listening on the audio podcast, but watch it right now. Okay, so you have there a driver trying to drive around the rioters who are in the middle of the street. Now, yes, th th they think, we, we've seen this all across the country, they think that they have the right to shut down any street they want, to you know direct traffic. They can do whatever they want. Um, and if you try to, it's not just... It's not if you if you run them over. If you try to just go around them to go down a street that they don't want you on for whatever reason, then they think now they have every right to uh, smash your windows, assault you, pull you out of the car, kill you, if that's what they decide to do. So in this case, you got a driver trying to go around the rioters. They swarm his car. He successfully escapes, doesn't, doesn't hit anybody, is driving away on an empty street. Okay, it's not like he's plowing through uh, like a bowling ball going through rioters. No, he's going down an empty street. And then uh, what do they do? They get into cars and they chase him in vehicles, cut him off, attack the vehicle, and then uh, and try to pull him out. And finally, at the end, we see cops show up and arrest him, the victim. So two points here. The first is that, just again, these protesters are monsters they are evil. They are, they are soulless dirtbags. Uh, the divide between good guy and bad guy in this situation is so clear. We have rarely seen in America a political movement that was so thoroughly and obviously evil with no redeeming qualities whatsoever. BLM and Antifa, they, they, we're talking about one of the most evil political movements in American history. Utterly destructive violent and hateful, attacking innocent people at random for no good reason. Not that it could be a good reason, but they certainly don't have one. Also pathologically dishonest. They lie about everything. Their whole movement, as we've already discussed, is based on total lies and fabrications. So they're a lot like the pro-abortion movement in that way. Um, and there's a lot of crossover there too, I imagine. And the pro-abortion movement is, is one, of the, one of the other most evil movements in uh, American history. So that's one point. Second point is that the police, I think, should be really careful about alienating the people who are on their side. You see videos like that, 
You know, if you're a police officer, as I'm sure you've noticed, you don't have a lot of friends. And uh, it's probably not a good idea to alienate the, the, the few friends you do have. But that's what's going to happen when we see law-abiding, innocent victims getting arrested like that. And there are other things. Spe- speaking of alienating the good guys, um, let's. Uh, th- th- maybe you've seen this video. This is from a couple days ago. Here's a, a, a Christian being arrested in, I believe this is in Idaho, for gathering to sing uh, and, and praise and worship. Watch this. Always trust in chariots and others trust in horses. You guys should not be doing this and doing this kind of crap for the mayor. This is embarrassing. You guys are stronger than this. You shouldn't be doing this. You guys are tough people. This is wrong. Yeah, there was also a video that's been circulating of a woman being tased and arrested and cuffed for for sitting without a mask on a, on a you know mostly empty bleachers at a football game. This is the kind of thing that's going to alienate the good, you know the, the people that are on your side, the good guys, going to alienate them with this sort of nonsense. Number two, uh, I love this from Charles Barkley. Listen to this. You know, I hear these fools on TV talking about defund the police and things like that. We need police reform and prison reform and things like that. Because you know who ain't going to defund the cops? White neighborhoods and rich neighborhoods. So that notion they keep saying that, I'm like, wait a minute, we just going to leave. Who are black people supposed to call? Ghostbusters? When we have crime in our neighborhoods, we need police reform. But like I say, white people, especially rich white people, they're always going to have cops. So we need to stop that defund or abolish the cops crap. Yeah, just basic common sense there. Um, And what does it tell you that at this point when somebody is on TV saying just basic common sense stuff, all he's really saying is, no, of course we don't want to get rid of the police department. Are you kidding me? And of course, if you're in a neighborhood that's got more crime, then that's all the more reason why you want police officers. Very basic common sense, but what does it say? And I appreciate him saying it. I don't mean to dismiss it or belittle it because it is important to say, but what does it say about our culture that someone just making a basic common sense statement like that is is such a relief and you are so overcome with joy just to hear it? You know, it's it's like a, it's like a just a fresh cup of water when you've been wandering in a desert. That's what it feels like. A, a little cup of water, a little cup of sanity amid the uh, desert of, of madness. So, Good job uh, from Charles Barkley there. Number three, a few days ago, speaking of, uh, we'll get back into the madness part of it now, a guy who goes by the name Dreadhead Cowboy, an activist in Chicago, he's worked with Mayor Lightfoot uh, over there in Chicago, is well known for that locally, and he decided to call attention to the issues by riding a horse down the highway in the middle of traffic. 
So here's some of that. You can see you can see him riding there. All the cops are trailing. Well, now the dreadhead cowboy is very shocked and appalled and victimized because he got arrested for that stunt. Shocker of shockers. Actually, it is kind of a shock that they arrested someone in Chicago for breaking the law, so I appreciate that. But the main charge is animal cruelty. Um, the animal was ridden almost to death, might still be euthanized. It's in critical condition right now. He, he rode the animal seven miles on the pavement without proper equipment, nearly killed it in the process, all in the name of activism. But here he is. Now, of course, as we know, who, who's the real victim here? He blocked traffic, rode a horse almost to death. Who's the real victim? Well, it's him. And here he is explaining that and defending his actions in a press conference. Listen. My first time ever, I'm just gonna go into, I'm an animal lover, period. Like, all my life, I've always been an animal lover. And four years ago, was my first chance ever being around a, a horse. And two years later, my first chance owning a horse. And I fell in love with horses since then. And I don't own up to nine horses. And when I say it's a beautiful thing to own a horse, and I couldn't even tell y'all, the people that don't know anything about horses from looking from the outside in, you would think that what I did was cruelty to animals. But if you go to the racetrack, you work a hundred times worse when you go to the circus, worse than then what? Um, like it's, it's, a, it's a way worse than what I do to my horse. I probably could have did a little bit less, but I had to make a statement. They've done worse at the circus. That's that. That's his defense. That may be one of the worst criminal defenses I've ever heard in my life. They've done worse at the circus. Uh, maybe if he gets arrested for murder, he can say, "Hey, come on, you know they 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 did worse in the Roman Colosseum." Haven't you seen Gladiator? Come on, guys, give me a break. We'll see if that works out for him. It is Chicago, so maybe it will. Number four, um, another one for the get your kids the hell out of the public schools file. Here's a report from the Daily Wire. It says, earlier this summer, the Fairfax County Public School System in Virginia paid $20,000 to host author Ibram Kendi for a virtual event on anti-racism, the left-wing ideology whose adherents believe it is impossible to not be racist. It's impossible to not be racist, yet they hold seminars on how to not be racist. Um, according to a copy of the contract, a link to the uh, to which was included by journalist Azra Nomani, um, the school district paid $20,000 to the Penguin Random House Speakers Bureau for a 45-minute virtual event with Candy, followed by a 15-minute Q&A session. School released a statement defending it, saying that um, uh, he's a leading anti-racist voice in America, blah, 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 etc. 20 grand for one hour online. Didn't even have to leave his house. Now, I admit, I, I, I am a little salty, as the kids would say. I, I've done some virtual events during this pandemic, um, and uh, I've, I've been paid for a few of them. I can tell you that I don't get paid anything close to $20,000 for a virtual event. Actually, it never even occurred to me to ask for that kind of money to, to sit when you don't have to leave your house. Like, here's really the scale. If I don't even have to put on pants to do the event, then I feel like I can't ask for that kind of money. That's the scale. If I have to put on pants, there's going to be an extra, there's going to be charges and fees that, that are attached to that. And I'll put that on the invoice of putting on the pants fee. But when you're just Skyping from your house, 20 grand, my God. Now I ask you to consider this though. Reflect on this. 
Is a country oppressing black people when a black man can get $20,000 to talk about how oppressed he is? What do you think? Think, think about historical examples. Think about a, a, you know, other oppressive countries, Nazi Germany. The left often compares the two. Uh, could people who were oppressed in Nazi Germany make thousands of dollars talking about that oppression? I don't think so. so it almost seems like if you can get paid a lot, if you can make a lot of money in a certain country going around talking about how bad the country is to you and how you're oppressed... Pretty good indication you're not oppressed at all. And in fact, the country is very kind to you. And, and again, you're, you're doing very well in the country. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Number five, finally, important PSA for you uh, black licorice fans out there. Uh, a Massachusetts man died last year from eating an excessive amount of black licorice. Uh, doctors said on Wednesday, the unusual case was reported in the New England Journal of Medicine detailing how the man consumed uh, a bag and a half of the candy. This is from the New York Post, by the way, I'm reading. A bag and a half of the candy every day for two weeks prior to his death. Licorice contains uh, certain acids and things which can deplete potassium levels and contribute to heart rhythm problems, according to doctors. So he collapsed inside a fast food restaurant, died the next day. Very sad, of course. Um, I will say, though, that I, I recently discovered that black licorice is good. Um, I, 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 and I, I, a lot of people are biased against black licorice. I, I think the, the bias is, is mostly because people, and this, this is a big problem with food in general, you have your first experience with black licorice when you're in, in childhood, right? And um, when your palate is unrefined and you hate anything that isn't sickly sweet. Think about when you're a kid. You could eat like pixie sticks. In fact, I don't even know if they sell these anymore. Probably with all the public health people out there, they can't, but I, when I was a kid, they used to sell these massive, like, garden hose-sized pixie sticks just full of sugar. And so you would just take the garden ho hose of, of uh, sugar and spray it directly in your mouth. And I enjoyed that. Now, now I couldn't do that without vomiting. That's because as your kid, your palate isn't quite developed and you can't, you can't deal with more nuanced, complex flavors and so you try black licorice, you don't like it. Brussels sprouts, another one. Olives, liver. You got to go back around as an adult and discover that these things are actually good. Although apparently uh, they can kill you within two weeks. So that's the downside. All right. Um, we're going to get to our daily cancellation in just one second. But as part of our Daily Wire audience, you know, there are a number of ways to take in this podcast. You may listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, another podcast app. You can watch on YouTube. Uh, Facebook, over at Daily Wire. Bottom line, there are a ton of ways to, to, to you know, enjoy this content. But Daily Wire members can also now enjoy our shows on Apple TV and Roku. So members can uh, see all the visual elements of the podcast on, on, um, and our other shows as well. On your big screen, either live or on demand, find the Daily Wire on Apple TV or Roku and, and uh, download today. You have to be an inside member to watch live. So head over to dailywire.com slash Walsh and use code watch at checkout to get 15% off your membership purchase. The deal's not going to last forever. So make sure you go dailywire.com slash Walsh, 15% off with code watch. Uh, and you could download the Daily Wire on your Apple TV and Roku today. Today for our daily cancellation, something special here, a little different. You know, normally here I cancel someone. That's why I call it the daily cancellation. But today, what I really like to do is flip it around, and rather than canceling, I'm going to defend someone from cancellation. This is more of an anti-cancellation today. 
I think it's important sometimes to, to come out uh, to, to the defense of those who are unjustly accused, unjustly canceled. And frankly, it's, it's the right thing to do. Simple as that. I believe in doing the right thing. So today, um, the person I'd like to defend from cancellation is someone who is, for my money, one of our greatest living Americans, um, a man of, of virtue and generosity, who is unfairly maligned and does not deserve any of the negative treatment this person receives. And I refer, of course, to myself. I am the one who is being unjustly canceled. And worst of all, it's my wife trying to do it to me. Honestly, I can't believe that my own spouse would try to cancel me in public. That is something I would never do to her. But again, this is how it usually goes in my life. I find that I am so often the victim while everyone else so often is wrong. It's the burden I carry. Now, my wife last week put me on blast, as the kids say, or did say in 2003 anyway. This is what she tweeted. She says, hypothetically, what would you do if your spouse forgot your anniversary? Clearly hypothetical situation that would never happen, right, Matt Walsh? Yes, if you can believe it, she is insinuating, accusing me of forgetting our anniversary. This is a libelous charge. And she also has her facts completely wrong. She says, I forgot the anniversary, even though our anniversary hasn't happened yet. Doesn't happen until late October or maybe November. Definitely sometime in there. Anyway, the point is, I cannot have forgotten that which has not occurred. The reason she accuses me of this is simply that I may have hypothetically, allegedly, scheduled something for the same day as our anniversary, something work-related, which I may not be able to cancel or change at this point. I may have done that because I may not have realized at the time of the scheduling that it was our anniversary. I may have mentioned in passing to my wife, I may have said, oh, hey, I got this thing coming up, and she may have said, you know that's our anniversary, right? And I may have responded, oh, sh**. But does this count as forgetting an anniversary? Well, only in the sense that anyone in the world can be accused of forgetting anything. Now, here's the argument I presented to my wife. Uh, I came with facts and logic. She simply couldn't handle it. But here are the facts. Merriam-Webster defines forget as, quote, to lose the remembrance of, to cease remembering or noticing. Dictionary.com adds this, to fail to think of, take no note of. Okay, so you're forgetting something if you're ceasing to notice, failing to think of, failing to take note of. Well, in that sense, as I explained to my wife with devastating logic, in that sense, everyone forgets all future events. Because unless you're presently thinking of a certain future event at every moment of every day, you're guilty of forgetting it. For example, did you wake up this morning thinking about your own birthday three years from now? Well, then you forgot your own birthday in that moment. Are you at this present moment thinking about Thanksgiving coming up? Well, you are now because I mentioned it. But before that, you forgot it. So you see, I forgot the, the anniversary, a future event, only in the same sense that all people forget everything. And indeed, the same sense that she herself forgets everything, including the very anniversary that she's accusing me of forgetting. I laid out this case to her, uh, and, and she cut me off and said, and I quote, Matt, stop. But that is not an argument. That's an attempt at censorship, an assault on free speech. The fact remains that my argument is reasonable and fact-based. And I haven't even gotten into the fact yet that time is relative. And we base anniversaries on the Earth's orbit of the sun, which is arbitrary in any case. If we lived on Pluto, we'd still be 239 years away from our first anniversary. Our first anniversary. We'd have no anniversaries if we lived on Pluto. Think about that. So in conclusion, I am not canceled. I am an innocent man falsely accused. 
I will not fall silent in the face of these attacks, and my wife, I trust, will come in time to appreciate both the sound logic of my position and the inspiring bravery required to defend it. You might even say that through this example I'm providing, I am providing an anniversary gift in a certain way. Yes, that's good. I think that works. So, I am not canceled today. And that's going to do it for us today and this week. I hope you have a uh, great weekend. Mine might be a little dicey, to be honest with you, but that's all right. Godspeed. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to help spread the word, please give us a five-star review. Tell your friends to subscribe as well. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there. Also, be sure to check out the other Daily Wire podcasts, including The Ben Shapiro Show, Michael Knowles Show, and The Andrew Clavin Show. Thanks for listening. The Matt Wall Show is produced by Sean Hampton, executive producer Jeremy Boring. Our supervising producers are Mathis Glover and Robert Sterling. Our technical producer is Austin Stevens, edited by Danny D'Amico, and our audio is mixed by Robin Fenderson. The Matt Wall Show is a Daily Wire production, copyright Daily Wire 2020. If you prefer facts over feelings, aren't offended by the brutal truth, and you can still laugh at the insanity filling our national news cycle, well, tune in to The Ben Shapiro Show. We'll get a whole lot of that and much more. See you there. Mm-hmm.